Hello, and welcome to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby. Thanks for joining once again. We got some college football this weekend for the Clemson Tigers, so let's talk about it. The Clemson Tigers will host on Senior Day uh, North Carolina, number 20 in the country. Uh, they are 7-2 and two coming into this matchup, or 8-2. and two. And it's just it's a big game, you know? It's a big game for North Carolina. They're still in the hunt for for an ACC title appearance and Clemson is trying to finish out the season. Well, you've got to finish out the home, the home slate before you play South Carolina next week. And it's very interesting, a very interesting game and, and a big one in the ACC as well, because right now it's looking like Louisville or UNC has a strong chance. And Virginia Tech has an outside chance too, believe it or not. Um, it doesn't always, it, doesn't, it might not necessarily feel like it, but they do as well. So it's big, it's big on both ends, you know, um, so uh, Clemson, of course, is coming in after wins over Notre Dame and Georgia Tech, especially last week with Georgia Tech. That was a pretty sound uh, victory all around. They let in a couple of touchdowns in the fourth quarter when the game was already decided. North Carolina uh, is coming in after the win over Duke. They won 47-45 to and double overtime. So they won against their rival. However, uh they won, but they gave up 22 points in the fourth quarter and kind of let Duke hang around and stay in the game. And then they ended up winning a close one um, at home. So they keep their hope alive for the uh, title race and uh, give themselves an opportunity. You know, they had they're they're very interesting team to me because uh, when they're when they're on, especially on offense, when they're on, it's great. But they can also just have some of these lulls, and their losses are just very um, have been very surprising throughout the year. I mean, their loss to Virginia and their loss to Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech showed to move the ball, but um, just maybe when you look at the record before the season, before the schedule before the season, I don't know if you would have picked that for them. So very interesting, but I mean, they still have a lot of their their goals and their things in front of them. So it's a very motivated team for sure, especially after uh, the scoreline as it was last year in the AC uh, title game against Clemson. So this is their first matchup since then. So very interesting, um, you know, because they definitely were able to move the ball in that game, but then this weren't able to all, all but capitalize. And I would say red zone, um, red zone defense really stepped up. They had the pick six, um, from Wiggins, and uh, that's the that's the game where DJ started, but Cade came in and then led the team, and ended up being the the MVP of the game. So it was a big it was a big game for them. Uh, that was the Turner, uh, <laughs> the Cole Turner game where he had 100 yards receiving, and it's a very interesting game, um, kind of its own unique. Thing. I don't know if we we had seen that throughout the year, and we haven't even seen it this year. So very interesting. Um, North Carolina, they're very proficient offense, and I think that's the thing coming into this is, is you know this is a team who can score, they can move the ball. I mean, Drake May, Amarion Hampton, uh, Tez Walker, like those guys are they're good players, you know, and like they're scoring thirty nine point eight points per game, you know, <laughs> like they're able to move the ball. It, it's very impressive what they're doing. Um, so it, to me, it's a matter of it's not 
how much like North Carolina's gonna score. You know, I mean they're just one of those teams where like they're gonna score a little bit, but it's more of can you capitalize yourself on defense and 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 take advantage when they give you opportunities. But Drake May on the year, he is uh, he's thirty one hundred yards, sixty five percent completion percentage, uh, twenty one touchdowns, six interceptions as well. Amarion Hampton out of the backfield is has uh, twelve hundred thirty six yards, uh, thirteen touchdowns, six six point even six point zero average running the ball, which is is pretty good for that many carries. Um, And then Drake May himself has eight touchdowns. So he's been known to use his legs. And then Tez Walker, uh, 35 receptions, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, J.J. Jones, 536 yards. Uh, Bryson Nesbitt, the tight end, has five touchdowns and 500 receiving yards. So they're they're pretty dynamic. And they're they're definitely a team to be reckoned with uh, offensively. I think... The keys for them when they have the ball is is that I think Drake May is gonna he's gonna make some plays right, and so you just don't want to let him beat you necessarily. And I think I think what Clemson can do is Clemson. I think what they can do is what they'll try to do. We would be my guess is they're gonna try to maybe control the running game a little bit and try to force them into third and longs and then force them to have to, you know, continue to make long uh, passes, you know, on those third downs. And then, you know, maybe cause a couple turnovers, but basically don't let Hampton beat you. And then don't let May beat you with his legs. And I think, cause I think May passing is just, he's going to get a certain amount, right? Like, I mean, he's just that, he's that good. I mean, there's talks of him. It's like him or Caleb Love or Caleb Love, Caleb Williams, uh, for the number one quarterback taken, you know, in the draft. Like he is that I'm telling you, if you haven't got to see him, like he is that good. So he's gonna get he's gonna get some stuff. But I think they can limit the running game, especially with Hampton, keep uh, keep him contained and then keep May contained on third down. An underrated part of his game, or, or a game that we need to talk about, is that he really can run and he is very athletic. He's very good at moving moving the pocket and, and keeping plays alive and, and, and scoring with his legs. And you have to, you can't just like drop in the coverage or he'll, you know, he definitely can beat you with his legs like Cade can, but I would say uh, may is really good at that. I mean, he's got eight touchdowns for a reason, especially in the red zone, you know, and like, he's just, he's very good at, you know, plays not there. I'm going to run, you know, I run to my left, try to find the guy. Okay, I scoot. And next thing I know, I've gotten 11 yards in the first down, you know, which can be pretty demoralizing for a defense. So I would just say, like, that's really big. And I would say if you can force field goals, you know, in the red zone, uh, that's big. And we've seen that in, in last year and in games before, you know, if you can keep them out of the end zone in the red zone. Uh, that's really big because you know, obviously seven's bigger, bigger than three. I mean, I'm not telling you all anything you don't know um, where it seems really obvious, but I'm, if you can really contain them, especially when they get to the 20, I mean, that's big. And it gives your offense an opportunity um, because defensively I, they're, they're all right. You know, I would say that they're kind of middle of the pack when it comes to, you know, numbers and stuff. Um, uh, their secondary can definitely be one where if, you know, Kate and the wide receivers are, are clicking. They can, they can score some points. I think both teams will be able to score some points. And 
And then I think the big thing too is turnovers for the offense. I mean, it's kind of, you just, you kind of reuse the same things and it's a reason why they talk, emphasize it so much, but I think turnovers are massive because I think you'll be able to run the ball some, I think you'll be able to move the ball through the air. You just have to limit the turnovers and you, and Clemson needs to score when they get into the red zone. Like it, you can't, you don't want to get in a shootout match with them. Uh, but at the same time, like you need to, you need to score when you have the opportunities. You want to force North Carolina to be the one pressing and trying to come back versus like their offense and, and, and trying to keep their offense off the field too. I think that's a big thing with Tom's the best defense too is, is your offense, you know, keeping their defense offense on the field, off the field. So, you know, like it, it's extending third downs. It's, you know, using it that kind of a way and then just keeps them off the field and limits their opportunities for sure. So I think that's big. It's just capitalizing in the red zone and winning the turnover margin. And I think if you can do that, you give yourself a great opportunity. I think Clemson will be able to run the ball. I got, you know, that like Dabble in, in his press conference wasn't really talking about the defense that much. They have a really good linebacker, Cedric Gray. Um, but other than that, I would just say that, that Clemson, I think, can be, will be able to move the ball. It's just a matter of can they capitalize and can they take care of it. So that's that's really the long and short of it. And I think it's just an opportunity as well. Uh, something to watch, too, is Sage Ennis, the backup tight end. Uh, he looks like he tore his ACL, so he's going to be out for the rest of the year, which is big because, I mean, Jake Brainstool was the number one, but Sage Ennis was definitely like a, a you could argue you're, you're the top uh, blocking tight end for Clemson. And so, you know, how does that kind of work, especially with trying to get runs on the outside and just helping the offensive line? Um, they're going to bring in those, you know, a couple freshmen, um, uh, Josh Sapp and Olsen Pat Henry will get some more opportunities to step up into that. So that'll be big. Um, so we'll just kind of see how that kind of works. Especially, I would say just say blocking will be interesting to watch. Um, it looks like offensive line, they're keeping the same as they have in their Notre Dame game, which I don't blame them. I mean, that's what's been working. And so you've got that. It's true to watch too. I mean, those young secondary against Drake May, I think it'll be really interesting to watch. They had a great game last week with Haynes King. You remember he had four freshmen with four different guys that kind of interception. Um, really frustrated that offense. I mean, they, they they had over 250 yards, but they got a good chunk of that in the fourth quarter when the game was definitely already decided and some twos had gone in. So there's an opportunity for guys like Jalen Phillips coming back. Um, we're going to see how much he gets into the fold. Um, Sheridan Jones seems like he's still out. So these young guys are definitely going to get opportunities. And uh, Tyler Venables is, is coming back. He he gets to have an opportunity. I don't know how much he'll play, you know, but it's good to get his feet wet. And, and remember, he's getting a – this is going to be like a medical red shirt for him. We're not medical red shirt, but like he – because of his injury – he in the, in the four games uh, that you get to play still, he'll get to use the red shirt. So he'll probably be coming back next year. Um, and so that will be, that'll be interesting. But if you can get Jalen Phillips back, Phillips back too, that would be good just on the back end and having a solid guy like him. And then uh guy to watch too, Barrett Carter. He was a late scratch um, before the game. Uh, it seemed like maybe it was a shoulder or something. Just uh, these guys are taking a lot of, Hits. And I think we kind of can forget that. Um, but these guys take so many hits this type of year. And so, 
ended up just not being able to go. And that's the tough thing too. Like I would say like a noon kickoff sometimes is that it just, it, it comes quickly and, and you just have to make a call, you know, this or that. So I, I would expect him to be back, but I don't, I don't know for sure. I mean, that was a late scratch, but I would imagine with this kind of a game that he will be up and ready to go. If he's feeling, you know, if he's gotten, uh, gotten the week off, you know, to rest a little bit and, and get back in. Cause Tigers will need him on defense, you know, between him and Trotter. Um, now, Woodes and McLeod, they played well, but they've got a good rushing attack. So you really need to you, – you need those guys in there and, and, and ready to go. So when it comes back into this, uh, the spread is – the spread coming into it was seven for the contest, like the war contest. And I think it's down like six and a half for Clemson at home, which, you know, which was interesting at the beginning – um, coming into this because you're like, well, you know, North Carolina can score these points. And then just, you know, maybe the se- way the seasons have gone, you know, a little surprised by that. But at the same time, it, it, it's at home. Death Valley is a tough place to play. And how Clemson have been playing against Notre Dame and Georgia Tech, there's respect there. And North Carolina, they kind of let Duke hang around. They came back. They, you know, and then two weeks before that, they had a loss to Georgia Tech. Um, you know, and they gave up 46 to them. So North Carolina can give up some points. And I think that's the thing is I don't know if Clemson wants it again to the forties because North Carolina can score and they've proven they can do that. But I think if, if I think I could see Clemson winning like a 35, 24 type of a game, you know, maybe cause a couple of turnovers, maybe hold them to a field goal or two, um, the spread seven. And I just, I think the way Clemson's playing and just, the motivation on this team, I, I can see it, you know, and North Carolina's played these close games. So it, it's tough for me to see them like, you know, necessarily flipping it that much. I just think turnovers are, are massive and be able to move the ball. So that's my prediction that I'm going to go 35, 24. I don't, um, so I don't know if Clemson will get a field goal or not. Um, that's still a little bit shaky. Um, Still, I, I think he can kick. It's just it, that's a little bit shaky. So I don't know if you want to count on that. And so I'm going to go 35 24 for the matchup, but it's fun. It's a big one in the Valley. So um, it'll be really fun. So we'll get to talk about it next week. So I appreciate y'all listening. And for now, we are signing off. <laughs>